Welcome one, welcome all to the very first episode of DanCast. So if you're hearing this, it means I probably A, figure out how to upload these bad boys to Spotify or some other suitable streaming platform, and B, that I decide, you know what, I will at least put enough time to get a second episode in. If there is a second episode that comes out, which I'm hoping there will be, it will be an interview with the one, the only, Greg Scholes. He's a Division One athlete. Um, he's part fish, and my roommate and valued friend, Greg Scholes. But, we'll see, we'll still have to figure this guy out. Um, first things first, this, is a, this episode of DanCast is sponsored by Chipotle. Thank you so much everyone at Chipotle for sponsoring me. I don't know if you know this, but Chipotle has some big things going. All new Pollo Asado, a fresh new flavor of chicken. Is hitting the grill made with garlic, quahio peppers, and fresh lime. Order on the Chipotle app to get Chipotle rewards and stop into your local Chipotle. You can also go guac mode because it is back. Friends don't let friends miss out in free guac. Unlock guac mode today for surprise guac rewards this year. Um, and also introducing one tap orders. Sometimes hard to choose. Chipotle made it easy with these favorites, such as the Carl Jacobs burrito. I love Carl Jacobs and the Flood Bowl. So download the app, order there, stop near Chipotle, get some vibes, get some food, get some nutrition, get some soul in you, Chipotle. Um, for the record, I'm not actually sponsored by Chipotle. I just pulled their website up and just read the first few things on there. But, um, you know, sponsorships build clout and everyone's going to think I'm sponsored by Chipotle. So until I get like a CND letter from Chipotle, we're going to go with it. So... I really don't have anything to talk about right now, which is a rare thing for myself. But what I'm going to do right now is I'm on my computer. It's currently 12.30 a.m. and I'm procrastinating finishing a cover letter. So I'm just going to go to CNN right now. And I'm going to go to the opinion columns. And I'm just going to get three of these guys and kind of just give my thoughts on them. Maybe a little more if three's not long enough. Ooh, so the first one. Will Smith's wrongs don't make Chris Rock right. So if you have been living under a rock, <laughs> like Chris Rock, I didn't even mean that. Jesus Christ, I can't stop with the puns. But Chris Rock told some sort of joke about Will Smith's wife, and then Will Smith came up on the stage on national television, slapped him, that entire fucking thing. Um, you know, first of all, my take on this entire thing, it's why does everyone need a take on this? Like, I, every single person's chiming in. I think I saw someone on Twitter. Obviously, it's extreme. But someone on Twitter compared it to 9-11. Like, I, I don't really care about this too much. Like, honestly, it has the same value as me to two people getting into a fight at dirtbags. Cool. But why are there all these just think pieces now? Such as the first one on the CNN website, of opinion at least. The first one is this social commentary on what it means for somebody to slap somebody for making a joke. Like, that happens all the fucking time. People make a joke that someone finds offensive. That's not, like, this thing that we need to have this whole fucking hullabaloo about like we are right now. It's just, it's stupid to me. Hold on a second, let me get some water. Um, it's just fucking stupid. I don't get it. I, I don't understand what the big deal with this is. So, like, that, that's my thoughts on this. I don't have thoughts on this. There are no thoughts in my head about this Will Smith and Chris Rock thing. It, it's interesting. It's funny. It's kind of wild that it happened on national television and the Oscars. 
And it's even funnier, actually, that then Will Smith goes and gets an award. But I really, I don't care. This isn't like some new thing that nobody knows that's never been seen before. Happens in every fucking bar in America. Oh my god. Alright, Putin has hitched his Russophobia cart to the latest culture war wagon. What the fuck does that even... Putin has hitched his Russophobia cart... Oh, so Putin, what they're saying is, and it's kind of true, Putin is trying to cancel anyone who says anything negative about Russia or Russia's invasion of Ukraine as being a Russophobe. Um, I mean, I, I feel like that's not really even... I don't really have too much of an opinion on that. I think that's happening. Yeah. Oh, well, we're going to go through way more of three. There's like ten headlines in here. I'll just go through all of them. What Madeleine Albright taught young students. I mean, okay, let me look up who Madeleine Albright is again. I, is it maybe bad they don't know this? Oh, she was the Secretary of State with Bill Clinton. Okay. I, well, let's, let's get a little uh, overview of this. What do we think? Um, this is basically an article sucking her dick. Cool. I mean, good for her. Unfortunate that she died. Hate to see a loss of life, especially for someone who appeared to be a competent public servant. But, oh well, rest in peace, Madeleine Albright. This year's Oscars were the, more than the one where Will Smith got into it with Chris Rock. Okay. Um, I didn't watch the Oscars. I really have no interest in that stuff. And, you know, I know, I know it's kind of different than most people, but all this pop culture shit never really interests me. I mean, I, I have no reason to care about the lives of these people. I really don't give a shit, like, what Kanye's current marital status is. I really don't care. There's, like, just so many other things in my life that I have to worry about. There's so many other pressing matters that I have. Like, you know, maybe if I live more comfortably and maybe if I, like, you know, had, like, a real job lined up sometime soon or something like that, maybe I could have the time to direct my stress toward, like, I don't know, maybe something that Kylie Jenner said, or if she got a boob job or whatever, but I don't. I don't. I direct my stress toward my own problems and uh, probably sports, and that's really about it. But, yeah, I really don't care. I know Will Smith won an Oscar. I know he hit somebody, and that's all I know. So, no, this year's Oscars are usually bullshit, but this was the one where Will Smith got into it with Chris Rock. Why did they say got into it? Let's like. Got in a tussle with Chris Rock. Just say he slapped him. Oh my god. Coda didn't change my life. It showed my life. What is Coda? Um. It's about deaf adults. Um. Oh, it's a movie. See, you've got all this Oscar shit. I don't care. Um. Yeah, I. I'm. Not really sure about this. Doesn't change my life, it showed my life. I'm not going to read the article enough. I don't care enough to have an opinion. Um, this movie ascend, offends precisely nobody. Ooh, I like this. Some facts don't care about your feeling type stuff. Um, oh, this is about this Coda thing, too. Oh, my God. Okay. Don't really care. Putting your COVID diagnosis on blast is no longer a thing. Ooh, that is kind of true. Um, I do remember, it's crazy how much it's changed when, if you got COVID, you kind of became, like, in the first two or three months of it, you might as well have been the main character in some 
just like apocalyptic movie about some plague that was going to wipe out the world. I'm sure there have been those movies. Um, I don't know them. Or someone like some episode of like House or something, just some medical freak. I remember that's how it was seen. And then it used to be kind of a big deal. Now it's interesting. Just no one really cares. I haven't seen really any posts about it recently, especially considering you can get vaccinated and make it not as severe. But, I mean, that is true. But on blast, what do they mean by that? Do they mean, like, let's see. Yeah, they mean that you don't, like, blast it out to the world. Um, in my brief little 10-second overview of that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you should. I think it'd be kind of a weird thing, too, to kind of just right when you got it send some really long tweet about it like you know i i i just i guess not you know i guess if you're famous i don't know i'm gonna stop arguing with myself who cares next topic biden's declaration that putin cannot remain in power was not a gaffe Ooh, i mean ugh. i don't think it'd be a gaffe i don't think you know people give biden a lot of shit for him stumbling over his words, or him being old, for him being senile. Are those things true? A little bit sometimes. Just a little bit. Not like a ton, but just a little bit. He can just be kind of old, bumbly. But that is a big enough thing. I don't think that'd be a gaffe. And if there was a gaffe, there'd be apologize. Or there, he would apologize for it. And I think he's correct. Putin can't remain in power. What Putin's doing right now is basically... I think it's the first time, if I'm not correct, that... Or if I'm correct that anyone's invaded a just sovereign country since, I think, the Gulf War. So it's been, like, 30 years. And the first time anyone's done it in Europe, I'd be pretty certain. I guess you could maybe count the Yugoslav War. I don't really know exactly how to describe it. I think that was more of a civil war. Um, I'm not a historian or a genius, so I don't know these things. But, yeah, I don't think, like, what Putin's done is like, comparable to what Hitler's done. And there's a lot of people who are comparing this situation to maybe Germany invading Poland, something like that. I don't think it's quite that bad. I don't think it's to that level. I think, unlike Hitler, which is just kind of untamed, crazy aggression, just pure conquest was the goal, I think there is a strategic aim that Putin did have going into Ukraine here. Um, Not defending him, um, because... The way he thought of it is that it was worth the tens of thousands of lives, at least, that this war is going to cost to create a bigger buffer with him in NATO, which is just a disturbingly inhumane calculation um, and awful and a war crime. But at least I think that was the calculation. So I, what I'm saying here, what I'm trying to point out is that I don't think he has the intention of invading other former Soviet states. I don't think he's going into the Baltic states or Uzbekistan or uh, Finland or anywhere like that next. I, I don't think that's going to be. But but what he's doing right now is basically destabilized Europe to a level that I've not even come close to seeing in my lifetime. And I would imagine hasn't existed since the fall of the Soviet Union. But, you know, it is scary and you... Like, it's scary directly, just in the direct imp- or on the direct implication of what's going on, just due to the fact that there is people who are dying in a country that was a year ago, other than the little separatist stuff that was going on in eastern Ukraine, a country that, for the most part, was perfectly peaceful 
and not some really messed up poor country with this really crooked government. Um, and now you have it just in the absolute just hell of war because of what Putin did. And Putin should be somehow, like, he, in theory, he should be removed from office. Obviously, you can't just snap your fingers and do it. But he's clearly someone who shouldn't have this power. He shouldn't be in charge of a nation because that move, which from reports largely appears to be his call, his doing, is psychotic. And you can see in some of his previous speeches, some of the previous stuff he said, he has always had this weird fetishization of Ukraine and of taking it back and reuniting the Russian people and the Ukraine people, saying that the Ukrainians are our brothers, the Ukrainians, they are this, they're that. They should be. They're Russians. That Ukraine's a fake country. And the calculation that he made that Ukraine was going to view the Russians as liberators, that Ukraine was going to basically accept them with open arms, and that Zelensky and the rest of the Ukrainian government was some tyrannical thing just preventing these people from being with Russia, was completely wrong. It's completely wrong, and like I said, going to lead to tens of thousands of deaths at minimum, and he's officially the douchebag of the week. Okay, here we go. The U.S. Constitution does not guarantee woman equality. We intend to change that. I'm sure they're talking about the Equal Rights Amendment, which, um, you know, I don't know about that. Because if you think of it, so if what we did post-Civil War to help ensure that that doesn't happen again, 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment, 13th prevented slavery for African Americans, the 14th, did a lot of other things, including making it very easy to apply the Constitution to the states, but then it also gave um, African Americans the right to citizenship, basically. That was largely the intent of a lot of it. And I'm pretty sure, like, I'm kind of just talking from my ass and I haven't taken a common law class in a couple of years, but I'm pretty sure it was also to make it tougher for states to make discriminatory laws against African Americans. And the 15th gave them the right to vote. But there has been no specific amendment ever guaranteeing equal rights to African Americans, like an equal rights amendment for women would. Now, there have been pieces of legislation, most notably the um, 1968 Civil Rights Act, I think it was called. What was? Uh, let me look this up. I want to fact check. 1968 Civil... 19, okay, there we go. Or is it 1964. Okay, so one of them in the 60s. The various acts in the 60s. So there have been pretty broad legislations like that, but not a constitutional amendment. So that's the interesting thing. Because I think you could also make the argument that maybe we need some sort of constitutional amendment, I don't know how they would word it, that protects African Americans, that protects other minorities, that protects people who might be homosexual, stuff like that. And I think it's a fair argument. But, you know, it's hard, I'd say, to argue that there should be one based off of just women. I think you either have to do all of those, which would be an awfully broad amendment to put into the Constitution, but and things that kind of exist within our laws already, but giving it constitutional authority would make it a bit more. So, yeah, that's what I would say. I think in, I'm doing this entirely on the spot, so I'm not entirely sure, but I think that would be the better way to draw it up would be something that's more all-encompassing, not just women, but minorities. Kind of like, um, what, there's some sort of, like, 
Discrimination Act. I forgot what it's called, but it's the one where you basically can't discriminate based on gender, race, or sexual orientation. Um, I feel like we might as well put that in the Constitution at this point. But, you know, the fucking U.S. Congress couldn't be trusted to make a fucking ham sandwich right now, so um, I'm not hopeful that a constitutional amendment will be passed. They can't even... Oh my god, don't get me started on that. That'll be a topic for another time. Um, the text that shook the Supreme Court. Oh, this is probably about Clarence Thomas's wife sending those psychotic texts. Well, for, first let me just kind of start off with the Clarence Thomas, right? So, there has never in the history of the Supreme Court, the modern Supreme Court, okay, sorry, like, I'm not going to count some of the people who ruled against Dred Scott, but in the modern Supreme Court, there has not been a less qualified intellectually qualified, I should say, person on the court other than Clarence Thomas. The fact that Clarence Thomas is on the Supreme Court is absolutely fucking ridiculous. I think I would be more qualified to start for the Miami Heat than Clarence Thomas is to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court. He's a fucking idiot. If you read some of his opinions, he says some just batshit stuff that just makes no sense. He's just really not a smart guy. He should never have been on the court. I don't know how he got in the court. And, you know, I'm not just saying that because I disagree with his political views because he's Republican. But you look at someone even like Justice Scalia. You look at someone like Justice Gorsuch. Amy Comey Barrett. I mean, I'm not going to get into the Kavanaugh thing. But you look at them and they are intellectually qualified. I disagree with them completely. I disagree with every, most of every single opinion that they have and a lot of their interpretations of the law. But they're very, very smart people. Clarence Thomas is not. He's fucking stupid. And, you know, his wife sending these texts, which let me double-check what they were, because I'm pretty sure they were bad. Um, Yeah, so basically just the gist of it from my brief reading is treating Donald Trump like he's a dictator and he could basically do whatever he wanted with the election no matter what the results were, and he should be president. Um fucking there's it's psychotic it's just really psychotic and i don't know if she's the wife of clarence thomas what you do about that necessarily Uh, it's a tough question i think she does have the right to say what she wants i don't think it's impeachable for clarence thomas because he didn't do the actions like could the actions of the first lady be impeachable for a president i personally don't think so if you think of it that way But it doesn't change the fact, like I said, the main point of my thought on that is that Clarence Thomas is so, so, so unqualified to be on the Supreme Court. Like, I, he, I I think Judge Judy would be a more intellectually sound choice than Clarence Thomas. And here's our last one. Governors have so much extra money, they're giving it away. What do we got here? Um, this is too much information in this article. I don't know. Um, what? I don't care. Okay, I'll do one more because I, I had one more thing. What's behind all the Hillary Clinton 24 talk? Okay. Maybe this is a bit of a hot take, but Hillary Clinton's not fucking running in 2024. You know, maybe I'm going to eat shit in this take. Maybe I'm going to be completely wrong, but she's not running. Like, And I have no insider information. I have no special knowledge. I'm armed with common sense. Like, why would she do that? Why would she put herself through that hell? Whoa. You did not just hear that fart. 
Why would she put herself through that hell that she put herself through in 2016 all over again? Why would she do that? What's the point? Like, and she's obviously, considering she lost to Donald Trump, why would she run against him again? Because it's realistically going to probably end up being Donald Trump in 2024 if he wants it. It's probably going to be. I will see if DeSantis runs against him. That'd be really funny, and that'd be kind of a shit show for them to watch. Or for me to be able to watch the Republicans have to navigate. But, like, what? Why? Just why? And I have no idea who's pushing this talk. I think the only reason that news sites like CNN are pushing it is because it's eye-catching. But she's not going to run in 2024. First of all, it's going to be Biden again. I don't see why he wouldn't run. Yeah, I know his approval rating's low, blah, 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 but that's to be expected, given the whole Afghanistan thing, which is out of his control. And also, newsflash, we still have almost two years until the next election. Like, this isn't in... We've over two years, actually. This isn't an imminent thing. There's so many things that can happen in over two years. Think what's happened in the last two years. We had a whole-ass pandemic moved ourselves out of Afghanistan, and also war broke out in Europe. That was two years. So who the fuck knows what could happen in two years? More delightful things, just like I just mentioned. The pandemic, wars, things. Moving out of Afghanistan is delightful. Exactly how it went down wasn't. But it is delightful that we finally stepped out of that country. We aren't actively invading another country. That definitely would have... See, that's also a side thing. That's so genius by Biden... That he moved out of Afghanistan. Because just think of... Maybe this was part of the calculus. Because I'm sure they had intel at this point that Russia was planning to invade Ukraine. But us talking shit about invading a foreign country. It would look pretty bad if we have a bunch of military guys in Afghanistan still. And even though it was messy. But I don't think there's any way you can make that not messy. It's just a logistical nightmare to have to move an entire military out of there. There's no way that you can do it and not have some shit in your face from it. And that was just a ballsy decision by Biden because that's why largely Obama didn't want to do it and that's largely why Trump didn't want to do it because the full pullout of it is going to be messy. It's going to make you look bad and it's the exact thing that catalyzed Biden's approval rating going into the fucking sewer. And it hasn't recovered yet. But... You know, I think we would be in a much, much more difficult foreign policy situation with this whole Russia-Ukraine thing if we were still in Afghanistan than we are now. We already, it's a shitty enough situation, but at least we have the full moral high ground. Let's see how long it went. 22 minutes. Yeah, just for one guy, I think that's not too bad, so. Yes, if you're hearing this, like I said, I have no idea if I'm going to post this or not. I'm not going to edit or anything. Maybe I'll put like an intro song at the start. I don't know. But if you're hearing this, then let me know if you actually listened to, listened all the way to this point. And, yeah, let me know other topics, what you want to hear. If you want to be on the show, if I know you, you want to be on the show, just hit me up and I will happily host you as a guest on the show. Like I said, episode two, we will have Greg Scholes. Episode three of Cole. And episode four, we will have Addison, all of my roommates. Maybe we'll combine Cole and Addison for one. I don't know. That's a long way in the future. We'll figure that out. But for today, I will be signing off. Have a great day, everybody. Stay dangerous. Goodbye.